0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Good afternoon. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here for another episode here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Now I didn't come on last week because I had way too much going on with life stuff, and I want to thank you guys for reaching out to me, saying, "Hey Jeanette, where yet, at? We need you. We want to hear from you." But I just had way too much going on. So, trying to get things organized in my home, in my life, with my grandkids, and all that other fun stuff. But I am back. Now, I'm I'm kind of angled a lot of different ways. And it's interesting because I was trying to log on to my emails with some of the information that I sent to myself. And I don't remember my password to my email. So. That kind of leads us into today's topic, and today's topic is entitled frustration. And I found this to be interesting, and I did want to talk about this last week, but I am very obedient to the spirit in regards to when stuff needs to be said, needs to be shared, because unless you have been up under a rock, it is just so much going on today in life, on the news, with social media there's just so much going on, to where a lot of times individuals may have been taught that frustration and anger is the same thing. And a lot of times we're dealing with our emotions and even trying to understand complex emotions. It can be a challenge, which is why we're going to be talking about this topic today, because a lot of individuals, including myself for years, always have gotten things or gotten things confused. And I want to say I always thought of being a kid and you have something that is a circle, and yet you have another object that's a square, and you're trying your best to fit that into each other, but it's just not going to work. And a lot of times individuals will try to make it work, and that was one of the best ways that I could describe frustration is when you're trying your best to make something work that's not working. Because frustration, as we know, is inevitable. And when I say it's inevitable, meaning, what does that mean? It's going to happen. It's going to happen to everyone. It happens to children. It happens even to animals. We all, at some point in some time of our lives, we are going to become frustrated because we just don't understand why certain things are occurring and why these things are happening. Well, frustration is the feeling of being upset, of being annoyed, and being irritable. And the irritability to change something or to achieve something that we really believe we should know how to be able to do this, meaning we got this. Why people just don't do it the way or it, it should work out this way? And that's what happens with frustration. Now, some individuals can be easily frustrated. I used to call it flustered. Just, you just flustered. you just upset about everything. you just frustrated because things are not going your way. Now, some individuals, like I said, we can be very temperamental. Where some individuals can be easily frustrated I become easily annoyed. Where other times, some individuals may have a very high tolerance, meaning certain things may not upset them, as often as it or easily as it would someone else. Now, I want to just bring up some things that's going on in the world because I put on here that becoming frustrated is inevitable. Like I said, which we know, frustration, like I said, is it become upset, you become annoyed, you become frustrated, it can be confused. But today, when we're talking about that, I'm going to be providing some information in regards to how it can be internal frustration. It can be external frustration. However, it is important to know how to develop skills and how to process your frustration in a healthy way. Now, I want to do some current events because, like I said, I'm trying not to be looking from place to place and I, when individuals start logging on to the show. If you want to call in and join in on this conversation, give me a call at 516. 387-1914. because I wanted to talk about also last week, I wanted to give individuals a platform to where we can talk about some things that are bothering us. And when I say talk about things that are bothering you, let's talk about some of these things in life that are frustrating you. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. I may not have all the answers because sometimes we want a resolution, but sometimes we have a solution, meaning we most cases we know what to do, the hard part is doing it, got to do it, because it makes no sense to continue to be upset about things that we really have no control over. But I want to throw out some things in current events. I was looking at something on the news, and it started on, the, on Yahoo Internet, in regards to what was happening, and um, they sent me an email. A judge in Chicago stripped a mother of her parental rights for not being vaccinated. When I that, I was like, really? That's one of the things that is frustrating a lot of individuals because they don't know what to do, what not to do, whether to get vaccinated, whether to stay unvaccinated. People are still dying. Rest in peace. I just went to a childhood friend's funeral on Thursday who died of COVID. Individuals are still testing positive for COVID. Parents are afraid to send their kids to school and want to go back to homeschooling. People are frustrated. We don't know what to believe, what not to believe, who to believe. We don't know. That is very frustrating. But for a judge to strip the Chicago mother of her parental rights for not being frustrated, you know the husband had to have said something. And the husband may have brought it up in regards to her parenting and or lack of parenting in regards to his concern for his children. But is it really that serious to where we go now, start taking people's kids away from them? We're already seeing people are having difficulties of whether they're going to go to work, whether they're going to school, whether we can continue to go out and shop. We still want to live our lives in a way that we're accustomed to, And we don't want those things taken away, but is that really a, a right, a liberty, an injustice? Let's talk about it, because it is frustrating a lot of individuals. And I am quite sure that this woman was very frustrated when she heard that, especially coming from a judge. Now, another one. Mississippi Governor says people are less scared of COVID because they believe in internal life. People say that, but people ain't really there, ready to die. We got this hurricane going on. Individuals are afraid. Are they dealing with that? Let me knock on my first caller. Hi, this is Jeanette. Welcome to Precious City. Give me a time. How are you doing? I can't I'm hear you. am doing well,
2: ma'am. How, How are you today?
1: Thank you for calling in. You know what? You called in right on time, especially coming from Mississippi. I started off talking about current events, and I was talking about in Mississippi, I read that the Mississippi governor said that people are less scared of COVID-19 because they believe in internal life. Now, I was saying that you guys just got this, you, we were just talking about the anniversary of Hurricane Katrina. They were already talking about that the new the other hurricane, I don't know what name it is because we got so many different hurricane names. I get frustrated about that too, that it hit Louisiana well, what do you think about the Mississippi governor saying that individuals are less scared of COVID-19 because they believe in internal life, but yet we got people that are still uninsured. We got individuals that really ain't ready to die. What What is your take on that?
2: I think we have one of the most stupidest governors ever elected, and that's just another one of his stupid comments, to be frank. <laughs> yeah. He was a Trump. He was a Trump supporter in my view, and that really put him bell. Uh huh. Wow. But other than but that, I don't know how he buy the governorship because he had to. By being mm-hmm. a Trump supporter, I figured that's what he did because they did everything illegal.
1: That's and never crazy. Never paid for it. So in other words, what he's saying is individuals are not afraid of COVID because they believe in internalized, life, meaning that they want to die. So that's why they're not taking it serious, but I, I bear to differ on that. You know, and then I saw something else about that a man took a drug that is used to deworm horses in Georgia to treat or prevent from getting COVID-19, and he died. And he was a captain of a police department. I'm like, really? You know, when you start hearing these things, but it's so not funny. It is so frustrating to hear and see individuals doing these things. Why would you take something that de-warm horses, thinking you're going to prevent yourself from catching COVID, and you caught COVID and now you did it? Yes,
2: it's a matter of fact, it's an officer here that, was against COVID-19 or whatnot because of the after effects. And then he died. Mm
1: -hmm. No,
2: take that back. His son died. His son got it, and he died. Mm
0: -hmm. Then he
2: started singing a different tune. Please get vaccinated if you want to live. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, he got more flat after he lost his child and then come back saying, please get vaccinated. I'm like, as a parent, I would think that he's trying to tell you save yourself and your dang children, but other people took it he just bowled out.
1: My thing just fell. <laughs> so my backdrop now? just <laughs> I'm on Facebook Live, and I got the backdrop thing, and I basically kind of, like, put PS and stuff on it, but uh, my whole thing just, just fell. But you know what? I'm just going to keep push it pushing. I ain't going to even try to get up. And fix it! It it just it just do what it wanted to do, and I heard it fall, but it, it just fell. Oh well. But you know what? And, and that takes me to the third one. D. I saw in New York, a father was involved with an incident. Him and his son was involved in an incident at 4 a.m. in the morning, and they got into it with some other individuals, and they got into a shootout, and somehow. Some off-duty cops came, and the cops got into the shootout with the father and the son, and the son got shot and killed. The father grabbed the son's gun and shoots back at the off-duty cops after the altercation at at 4 a.m. in the morning. Now, was he frustrated? Was he angry? Like, you suckers going to kill my son. He grabbed his son's gun and started shooting back at the cops. But he didn't get hit. But apparently he got arrested for that. So, like I said, it's just so much stuff going on in the world. I don't know if I could be if Reggie out there shooting at somebody, and Reggie get hit and he's shooting at the police. I don't think I'm gonna run out there and grab Reggie's gun and start shooting back at the police. I, I don't think that's very wise to this Unless you figure, you know, now since my son is gone, I got to go out and blade. But we're living in some dangerous times. Safety is of the utmost importance, but a lot of individuals are not being safe. And honesty, a lot of that is what I am seeing as a therapist, which is leading to a lot of individuals becoming very frustrated. When we as talk I about this...
0: The
2: world. Hmm? One thing I see in the world now, our moral values have plummeted. I don't know if it's because the elders my age are not practicing or enforcing morals with the young ones or whatnot, but I know that the younger generation has a great deal of lack of respect and they want the world to be their world.
0: Mm-hmm. So whatever they're
2: trying to do, they're really, you should be getting with me and I shouldn't have to get what you too old.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And
1: you know, I like to
0: say, young people, because
1: respect people is huge. Respect is huge. And that's one of the things that I find to be very frustrating is a lot of individuals have lost respect for mankind, for authority, for their parents, even for themselves. It's like, where is the respect? And, you know, and I'm not going to say that individuals have given up on people because that's why I wanted to put this out here today so we can talk about some of the things that are frustrating many individuals in the world. Let's talk about some of these frustrations because, you know, I thought about that song, that song gonna make you want to (laughs) holler. Sometimes you just want to just. You want to just throw up your hands. You want to pull your hair out. So we have a lot of social issues going on. We have experienced a great and over, way too many deaths. People are dying for what we would consider to be senseless. There is no reason that this many people should be dying of COVID no reason that we should be afraid or concerned about sending our children to school to get an education. There is no reason that many individuals should be dealing with financial difficulties or housing, lack of, overpriced homes. A lot of this stuff is people are becoming very, very frustrated and they don't know what to do about it. Now, when we start talking about these things, whether it's COVID, whether it's unemployment, whether it's dealing with relationship issues, whether it's dealing with Parent-child relational issues, especially, Dee, when you know when you're parenting an adult child, that it within itself is frustrating. Health issues and politics. I don't know if you saw on Facebook, I posted yesterday, last night, my daughter was funny. She sent me a text message, right? And she sent me a text message because in the state of California, they were trying to have a recall on our governor. And Tisha, what she did, she voted no against the recall, which I'm going to vote against the recall, too, because sometimes we love to blame people for things. We're we blaming the president about what's happening in, at, at Gavistad. We, we, want, we want to point the finger. But it goes back to when you point the finger at somebody, you've got all these other fingers pointing back at you, meaning what did you do? What role are you playing in this, too? How would you do things differently? So what my daughter did was she went on and what she did she she sent me a, um the I'm trying to find it so I can read to you what I wrote because if I can't remember my password oh God I'm online uh, I'm talking okay so what she did is, I could, if I can't remember my password I still sure can't remember what I what I what she said word for word but she sent me a copy of the ballot. And when she sent me a copy of the ballot, this thing where he is just getting on my nerves. I'm trying to find it. Give me one second, Mr. Hamilton. Okay. She sent me the thing, and when she sent me the thing that she sent, and she said to me that um, it says, I decided to write you in in case Newsom is recalled. I'm to crack it up, D. I said to her, when I posted on Facebook, I said, my daughter got joked. She knows how I feel about politics. Yes, in school, I was involved in student body issues. I was, I was doing student body president. I was doing all this stuff. As you know, I'm very strong-willed. I'm very strong-minded. I'm firm, but I'm fair. I said, and yes, I know I would do a great job. However, I will stay in my lane. I said, I am shredding papers right now of the many injustices and the battles that I've been through over the past 20 years. I said, then last week my friend reminded me about obtaining a law degree, which I procrastinated on, only to later send me an email and reference me as Judge Abney. I said, Tisha and Lisa, I got you. I'm ready to pass the torch. I did my best to make sure the two of you are in a good position. I said, I will continue to be obedient. And my thing was, my daughter felt like this. If the governor gets recalled, I'd rather have my mama be governor. <laughs> Can you imagine that happening, D?
2: Man, that would be a wow for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she wrote me in on her ballot. I said, uh, you know, I think I would first try... If I was going to do something like that, I would have tried to become a school board member, a city council member, you know, the mayor. How you going to just write me in for governor? Really? I've I got to remember all the doggone counties in, in California before I try to do something about that. But you know what? And then I was laughing at Lisa. She said, well, Jeanette, you would do great. Me just being the president of Catbox is enough in Orange County trying to get individuals just to do right by that. Because you're not going to make everybody happy. And that is one thing that I can say that causes a lot of individuals to feel frustrated. Because some individuals are people pleasers, and they say even biblically, he who pleases everyone pleases no one. So let's talk about that a little bit, Dee, because I'm going to go into, I'm still posting stuff on Facebook in regards to the show today. Well, let's talk about how sometimes individuals become frustrated, especially when they're trying to make either their children happy, their parents happy, or just trying to do for others, how that can become very frustrating.
2: One issue I see, well, a lot of people are lazy, so important things or whatnot, just like gathering information or whatnot, instead of getting the information themselves or whatnot, they will go, and get secondhand information in this world with that. So mm-hmm. I feel a lot of people being lazy are misled a lot. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But also frustration with your finances and what it is this nature. The people that are having a financial trouble, a majority of them, their finances, they never got a constructive plan to continue to grow. They just kept doing the same thing over and over, never going up or achieving other goals. They stayed, they stayed right where they were. So I feel that mm-hmm. creates a lot of frustration for people because they feel they haven't attained or frustration or failure.
1: Mhm. And you know, Dee, that is true. Especially when we start talking about finances. You know, I like I used to like watching the show The Have and the Have Not. Sometimes they say you have not because you won't not. And that's not always the case. I tell people in a heartbeat, don't give me a handout, give me an opportunity. Because if you give me an opportunity, I'm going to try to make the best of the opportunity that I'm given. But not everyone wants that because sometimes people have what's called a sense of entitlement. And because they have a sense of entitlement, they feel that somebody owes them something. And when they don't get what they want, they get upset. Especially when you start talking about adult children and adult children throwing temper tantrums. You know, nobody owe you nothing. Now I heard and I'm sorry my son ain't called yet, but I heard my son is in town. I don't know if he's in town or if he ain't in town. Because he'll be like, Mom, I love you, Mom I'm dead. He'll be like, I ain't seen that sucker yet. <laughs> you don't love me. I tell him, I'ma treat you like you treat your kids. <laughs> you know and i'm frustrated Whoa. i am frustrated because when we start talking about the difference between frustration and anger there is a difference because you frustrated because you know that there's a better way you know that people can do better you know that there should be a different result that is a little to me that's a different feeling than just being angry now i'm not
0: yeah,
1: I feel, and, uh, I'm disappointed at him. I him? say that I feel that frustration
2: normally stems from a point of disappointment. Normally you have more trust in the person that disappointed you are. Different mm-hmm. attitudes do that, but normally it's me frustration and then disappointment or anger if you become volatile as well as Detrimental you know to yourself because you hold on to that anger that becomes high blood pressure and all other sorts of. Mhm.
1: Uh-huh. Mhm. Uh-huh.
2: You know about.
1: become so frust so frustrated. They get stressed themselves out. Now that I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna make somebody else's problem become my problem because I'm becoming frustrated. You know, even being a therapist. Sometimes clients can become very frustrating, meaning you are trying to help them with this end. You may be trying to help them in a way that they have required or requested your help, but in some cases they really don't want your help. They just want you to agree with whatever mess that they they got going on, and they want you to co-sign, and then when you don't co-sign, it can become very frustrating because sometimes, like you said earlier, basically, you can see potentials in individuals that they may not see in themselves and you don't want to see them lose their way but they have to find their way and that's a whole different whole different ball game and like i said with my son i am disappointed because there is no reason why he shouldn't have been here to see his child off to college he got a five-year-old that's been waiting to see him, thinking his daddy can fix and do whatever because he wants a daddy. And all he's done was disappointed these children. And that's sad. That really saddens me because I thought, you know, you should know better. Now, those are just some, some things. And when we start talking about just um, dealing with, with frustration, <laughs> and part of it is a disappointment. What you mean to say?
2: So you asking me that
1: question? No, I thought you was about to say something, because I'm looking up something in regards to it. I want to talk about what's called the anger iceberg, and I like using the anger iceberg because a lot of times we get anger and frustration confused. So I want to share a little bit about anger and how anger works, but I thought you was about to say something.
2: I was about to say recently I was – beyond anger after mm-hmm. someone had been keeping mm-hmm. something from me well for about thirty five years and then when I went to reclaim it they didn't know what the hell I was talking about. 35 years. Thirty five years. Nineteen eighty six. Wow. And well actually her mother was keeping it from then when her mother passed away she moved into the the family house or whatnot. So my things were still there in the attic. And for some reason, I told her I was coming to get it. and she didn't know what the heck I was talking about. And this is a family member I grew up with. I trusted her better than I did my own biological sister. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: (laughs) And so that pain right there was hurt. I could say deeply hurt it because that was something that I had cherished and I wanted to stay safe. I didn't even feel it was safe enough to be with me. That's why I was at my aunt's house.
1: Mm.
0: And to keep something
1: that you. So, Dee, when we talk about people, people can hurt people deep. You know, I like talking about the movie Shrek, when, when Shrek told the, when the donkey told Shrek, you cut me deep. Family members can elicit a pain that nobody else can do because they're closest to you, and I've learned I people accordingly, especially when it comes to. And, and you know what? We'll, we can talk about off the air whatever it is you're talking about because this is something I didn't even know nothing about, and I've been knowing you for a while, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, this is something some different, okay. And it's about how you handle this, how you process it, and whatever it is that you she was holding on to. I don't know if it was something of your grandmother's, or something of yours, yes. or whatever the case be. Something
2: that my grandmother me. Hmm.
1: Okay. Do you think it's still there?
2: I don't even know because my mother died about. Six years ago, that was actually the last time I seen her. And so she told me, "I'm gonna let my daughter know that she can get her half and leave your half there. And whenever you get ready to get it, it's enough, you can just go ahead and get it." Well,
1: I'm gonna tell you, D, If it's some money, if it's some money, you kind of got to watch. wash. Cause when it comes to family I and mean, money, that's a whole another thing. Hmm. I said I
2: did because I had forty about forty pounds worth of money from 1865 up to the early 1900s in Confederate money. Oh,
1: gotcha. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now let me share some information about anger, so we can kind of get to the difference between anger and frustration. Now, they have what's called the anger iceberg, and I like using this especially when I'm working with clients. Now, the iceberg are the large pieces of ice, foul floating above the ocean, so that's what we see when we see anger. We look at the way and the way a person is responding or how a person looks. Or we say, oh, they look angry. They must be upset about something. But under that anger, could be embarrassed, scared, shamed, tricked, frustrated this Is a bunch there distrustful, attacked, grumpy, guilt, rejected, nervous, annoyed, trauma, disrespected, disappointed, uncontrollable, regret, hurt, worried, insecure, offended, envious, anxious, stressed, overwhelmed, or grief. And those are some of the things that we normally see, with just anger. But what the problem is, how we start responding to it. How is this frustration impacting our life? You know, a lot of times individuals can become so frustrated, they act it out. I was, well, normally on the weekends I stay in Compton. I couldn't wait to get out of Compton because my little five-year-old grandson, that whole week when I was with him, I was beyond frustrated. That little boy was getting on my nerves. (laughs) He was annoying the heck out of me. And he was doing it on purpose. And he was saying things to piss people off on purpose. And it was, it was sad because just the stuff he was saying, he was trying to hurt my feelings, Tisha's feelings, he just didn't care. But the thing is, he was really disappointed with Richie, and I know he was and I knew he was because of the way he kept asking for Reggie and kept asking for Jasmine and kept asking for his siblings, he was disappointed. And because he was disappointed, he was frustrated because he said, Granny, I was at your house all this time and nobody came to see me. Nobody came to to play with me. He was frustrated. And it's sad, especially when individuals lack the ability to express themselves in an appropriate way. And that's one of the things. So i want to ask you, D. as a grown man now versus when you were younger, because I know how some of the things you would do when you got frustrated, what are the, some of the ways now to explain, I'm going to get some information of 11 reasons to explain how people frustrated behavior can get them in trouble?
2: The information I heard years ago, the police would have been called. And it would have been some injuries there, even though she is a female. Now I was so hurt, tears came to my eyes, I just got in my car and left. Because I knew the more I thought about it, the more disappointed I became.
0: Mm-hmm. And the more
2: hurt that this person would do it to me.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I showed myself that, more. that
1: text message said, you on your way to Cali? Yes. Okay. It makes sense. Because when I saw the text, I was like, California, September 5th. I'm like, okay, whatever. So, no, that's fine. You want to come, you come. Just let me know, and we'll figure this stuff out. Let me know, and then we'll go from there. Because I knew it had to be something. I didn't know if the hurricane had hit Mississippi. I didn't know what, but I knew something. But I just didn't know. Okay.
0: Like I've always
2: said, you are my past grandmother would be the most, uh, how would I put this, in tune to my feeling, the most anyone. I could call my grandmother down and she would say something or whatever, and I could let it go. And even talking to you now, I ain't going to say I can let it go, but I know the best thing for me to do is to stay silent about that and don't even think about it. But it's constantly, constantly on my mind. Mm-hmm. And so I've I make to look. I want her to feel my pain, but I, I don't want her dead or anything like that, but I want her to feel, I want her to get my justification so she feels my pain.
0: Yeah, that
2: told you shouldn't be you should be asking God for nothing like that. Even though you are hurt, just ask him to ease your pain and let you grow. Correct. Which I listen to about that, but at this stage right now, I don't leave a line to God, and I want my revenge. Got you, but
1: you know what? God says vengeance is. I done. want
2: my justification for this. I
1: get it, but you know what? I, Sometimes your revenge is to do better, to be better, and no matter what it is, it's like when you start talking about even, and I know today is not Tuesday when we do the show from the pulpit to the couch, it ain't worth it. It's so not worth it. I'll never forget, my last mother-in-law used to say, because you know how when I get when people piss me off, she used to say, let them live. The more they live. They don't know what they did to you. They and then when they see your success and they see how you let them live, it ain't worth it, so not worth it. But when people feel that they have nothing to lose and they get frustrated, that's where those behaviors can get you in trouble. Now, in psychology, frustration is a common emotional response to opposition related to anger, annoyance, and disappointment. Frustration arises from the perceived resistance to fulfill an individual's will or goal and is likely to increase the will or goal if it is defined, denied or block, meaning how dare you tell me I can't have this. How dare you when I know that it's mine and I'm entitled to it. Now, I don't know all the depths and stuff of what you're talking about. Like I said, we can talk about that later in regards to whether it was given to you by your granny, you gave it to your granny, because I know you had a thing of saving stuff and all of that, so I get that. When we start talking about the aftermath of a frustration occurrence, it can lead to many emotional and affective responses such as acute stress, lasting anger, sadness, and rage. Those elements often mix together and a variety of portions can constitute frustration because you've got so many emotions going on to where one can definitely become frustrated. Now, what causes anger and frustration? Circumstances, situations that can trigger feelings that lead to can include a specific person. It could be a coworker. It could be a partner, it could be a friend, it could be anyone, such or anything. Another thing is such as uh, that can cause frustration is being stuck in traffic, long lines. Being, I tell people when I'm hungry, I, I get frustrated when I'm hungry. I become very temperamental. You know, are being told about it could be frustrating. But the thing is, we have to basically define what we can do and what we cannot do. You know, that's what I like about when they talk about the serenity period, God give me the serenity to grant me the serenity to change the things that I can change, the knowing the things that I can, and the, the wisdom to basically to know the difference. you got to know what's in your control and what's not in your control. Now, Linda, I see you on there because I told you I'll be seeing you on Facebook because you're watching. I see you doing a little heart. You can call in, Linda, at 516- Three eight seven one nine one four. The number is on the Facebook page because I know when I was talking to Linda when I was at a funeral, one of the things she was talking about and was frustrating her is watching so many people pass the death. We're feeling numb. We got all these complex feelings and emotions going on, things we have no control of, and people are getting and becoming frustrated. Whether you're losing a family member, a loved one, a friend, I am about going to go on a funerals right about now. But by that same token, people are still dying, and people are becoming frustrated because we're watching this, we're living this, and it's like, what can we do? And we're becoming angry about it because it is very, very frustrating. Now, and that's just one of the reasons, and like I said, any anger. Another thing, sometimes individuals, we start becoming and we start feeling powerless, meaning, or oh, we felt disrespected. But when we start talking about the problems that could be specific to someone, deep, that's where the revenge comes in. Of I want to retaliate, I want them to get them back, I want them to feel my pain. But you know, people are not going to really feel your pain. They really not. And sometimes, if you hurt oh. them, you could be doing them a favor, especially when they owe you some money. Some people would rather take a butt whooping in to pay you back. I got a family member. When she would borrow money from you, when you asked her for her money, be your money back, she like, oh, you want your thank you this? Year? I'd be like, it wasn't thank you when you asked me for it, so now my money's thank you. So, <laughs> so you just got to know and realize also, like I said, what you're dealing with. Because the memories of the traumatic, infuriating events, the physical the psychological pain, sometimes environmental conditions that can make you uncomfortable. Another thing, D, that's making people frustrated is this weather. I'm sitting outside, it looks cloudy in California, it looks gloomy. I know that you guys are having hurricanes and rain, but it's hot, it's cold, it's warm, it's humid. That's frustrating because we're trying to adapt to something that we don't even know how to adapt to. So I want to talk about some things and um, like I said, if people want to call in and they want to talk about some of the things that is causing them to become or feel frustrated, because like I said the frustration can be internal frustration, it can be external frustration I'm going to be giving some information in regards to how one can process or work through frustration in a healthy way Because many times we kind of do it in unhealthy ways, which is not going to do nothing but getting us in trouble. And being in a constant state of frustration can lead to many problems in one's life, like one losing their temper. Sometimes individuals want to just give up. Sometimes individuals can either feel um, stuck or anxious. Individuals lack self-confidence in themselves. They can have trouble sleeping at night. They can become so frustrated by trying to figure out something or trying to work through something, they lose sleep at night. And a lot of times, dee they will either turn to drugs, alcohol, sex, gambling, toxic relationships. They can either um, abuse their body, starve themselves, engage in self-mutilating behavior, or irregular eating habits. Those are just some of the things that can happen to an individual when they are dealing with constant, ongoing frustration. What are some of the things that you do or have done or whatever we start talking about? Now I want to say that before I even jump to that because, like I said, um, being frustrated, people feel powerless. They feel like they were invalidated, treated unfairly, disrespected. Those are some of the things that could be very, very frustrating because... You know, there's a guy, and his name is, um, I think it was Charles Swindle, and he wrote a poem. And I'm not going to read or recite the whole poem, but the one thing I liked about the poem that he said was, in life, in terms about one's attitude, it's 10% of what a person do to you. It's 90% of how you react or respond. Okay, Linda, I'm going to try to bring you on. She said she wanted to be on a video thing. I'm trying to – okay, I'm trying to add you on. It's adding. so she can be on Facebook with me. So even if you don't want to call in on the show, but you want to be on the Facebook Live with me, you can also do so. I can try to bring you on. I'm trying to add her on, and hopefully she can come on. Or if not, like I said, if you want to call in because you want to share – Linda is saying adding, so I guess you may have to click something on your phone or whatever to bring you onto the camera. Don't know, because I used to doing all this technology stuff. But either you can come on and join me on Facebook Live, or you can call in on the show at 516-387-1914, because I do want to hear your thoughts. I want you to be able to share some of the things that are frustrating you, some of the things that are bothering you, because this is one of the ways that you can help do it in a healthy, productive way by processing it, because there are people that care. There are people, individuals, it says no answer from the live video guest. Linda, all you have to do is click. <laughs> I'm talking to Linda like she's listening. I know you're listening to me. When I'm bringing you on the camera, I guess it's something that you've got to click on to accept that I'm bringing you on. Because I'm doing it again. It says they'll receive an invite for you to join. So, Linda, when you get the invite, click on accept, and it should bring you on because I don't know no other way to bring you on. So it's doing – okay, let me see something. Oh, okay, i got to prove it. I guess that's me. Okay. Okay, I'm adding you back on now, Linda, so hopefully I did it right. I can't blame it on you. I think maybe that was me because I didn't see the little thing down at the bottom. Or saying adding. So, okay, so what else do you want the listeners to know when we're talking about even what causes frustration? Because sometimes individuals may not even realize that it could be people, places, situations, information, lack of information. It says the guest declines a live video. Linda, why you just asking me to put you on and then you go decline it? Now you becoming frustrated. <laughs> No, Linda, I'm not frustrated with you because I get it. But you can um, call in, Linda, and then that way they won't see you, but they can hear you if you call me on the phone. And then you can still hear the show, 516-387-1914. Call in, and then that way they can hear you, okay? It says it won't show. I can't get you today. I don't know what's going on with my phone. Okay, Linda, I really don't want to put my personal phone number out there. But um, I don't have your number. Okay, D, D- I want you to talk. Let me see if I can call Linda and put Linda on the phone, because I do want to hear what she has to say. And I know Linda got my personal phone number. At least I think she do. But, Linda, call the number like you're calling me on the phone at 516-387- one nine one four. So you're just making a regular phone call, and then when you make the regular phone call, then you can still come on the show. I know we got 13 minutes left on the show, and I got a lot of more information I want to share with the listeners. But Linda, I don't have your I don't have your phone number. I just have. Da, 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 da. Oh yes, I do. That's your phone number. Okay, I'm about to do it this way. Hello, Linda, is Linda. Yes, it is. Okay, Linda, you know what? I don't know why you couldn't go on. All you have to do is dial the phone number. Tina. Yes. I don't
0: know what's happening with this little writer. See, I ain't got one of them good phones like everybody, <laughs> but I it, but the thing of it is, I usually can do it with no problem. Today is acting real stupid. But I was going to say. Uh, that God will put people in your lives to get you out of that frustration because some people lose their mind, like you were saying. And I was one of them because I was in this house just, just you know, like, like remember, i preached preach. Oh, this was the first thing I started. Thank you, Jeanette. So much. <laughs> no problem. Uh, I have to trying. To hold on to my, what I said I was not going to do. I know, and I was, was on you. I was, you. Every time you looked around, I was there. I, you like that dog doggone Jeanette. <laughs> I told my kids. They fell out laughing. I said, Crystal, Jeanette would not sit down. She just kept messing with me. <laughs> but let me just tell you, I said, she did so good. When she listened to what I said, I said I didn't want to drink that day. And so what happened was I did sneak around, and I I was drinking, and guess what? Mm -hmm. God intervened. I threw that stuff up, and then I got uh, heartburn, Mm -hmm. acid reflux, because I have that, and I had to go in the house and lay down. Mm -hmm. But I took that to church to thank you, because you, God put people in your lives to stop different things that, you know, Mm -hmm. that that could be happening to you or Mm -hmm. whatever.
1: Well, because you asked me, you did
0: something and I was obedient, and it wasn't yeah, you, that. Uh, that's all I'm saying <laughs> right there. You 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 don't even know how you helped me. You don't even know. Oh. You don't. You don't know. I I spreaded that to Crystal and to the church. Mm-hmm. I said I don't know why. My friend from uh from long time ago, I didn't uh I didn't put her there. I just said Jeanette, I don't want to drink today. And somehow, she
1: just, I don't know, I just can't explain it. You're about to bring tears to my eyes, and I'm not even an emotional person. Yeah, it helped,
0: baby. I took it to church with me. And I said, I believe it was God. Because I know darn well she stuck with me as much as she could. Mm -hmm. And that really touched my heart. Mm -hmm. You
1: know what? It's funny because I own an outpatient counseling center. And I've had uh, clients say,
0: Jeanette, you know what? I wanted to get high
1: so bad. Yeah, but as soon as yeah, I picked I, up that pipe, I saw your face. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And they got scared. Right,
0: and then like and then like I said, I told Crystal, I said, Girl Jeanette was on me. I was heading across the street <laughs> where all the drinking was. And they said, look around, here comes <laughs> <laughs> Crystal
1: Garland. I for God. You, you said something and she took it and ran with <laughs> You
0: know I was a bully, that bully,
1: bully. I was a knockin' out your hand. When you had that I cup, know. I said, what's in that cup? you <laughs> right, right. And I told Chris for them everything. They said, see there? See, you wasn't
0: supposed to drink that that. You
1: wasn't.
0: That's why you I got really sick. Wasn't. That's why and you got That's why I was so saying different things. Like I was frustrated. I was hurt. I yeah. was sad. And everybody always go to drinking. Mm-hmm. And that day, I did not want to take it there. You know, God let me grieve for real grieving, not through
1: alcohol. And that's the problem, uh, Linda, is because when individuals get frustrated, they go to what they know. There you go. Old
0: habits. The, the, the old habits. You know, in that day I was gonna take a stand, Mm -hmm. and I know after every repast, everything go on. People open up bottles soon as they come out the funeral. They do, they do. I already
1: know. They do, they They do. And I tell individuals when we talk about grief, an individual go through what's called the the, the, they go through the denial, the anger, the bargaining, the Mm -hmm. guilt, the acceptance, and then the hope. That's part of the grief process. but you you know I know more than anybody, me and you both, because mm -hmm. I
0: lost a son and you lost your mother. I got angry. I did all those five steps. Mm I did every
1: bit of them. And not
0: one did I not do. Mm -hmm. And
1: And so when we start talking about these things, because we become so frustrated, because part of the frustration, it becomes the why. Why did this happen to me? Why Mm -hmm. is this going on in our community? Why right, is it right. going on in our world? We start questioning, we start challenging, because we try to make sense out of things that makes no sense. It's there sensitive. you go. And, see, and you that's what we're so used
0: to yeah, doing there it in is. that. And there's so many out there. I'm glad, old as I am, it's never too late, because the, the sermon yesterday was your inner child. Mm-hmm. You have an inner child inside you that had needed to come out long time ago. <laughs>
1: and in drugs and, and, and you know, different other things. Well, you know, Linda, you and I, and see, that's why I like talking to you because you never really talked to me as a kid. Uh-uh, you saw no. me, but you never knew me. Right. I used to see you coming home from school every day. <laughs> every day
0: with your books, baby. I have to tell you that one. All you girls went to school.
1: So, I know, you were lying. So that people one, in the neighborhood... Y- they no. saw me but they didn't
0: know me. All they knew is I was
1: Jean's olden daughter. Right. And you
0: they never knew stopped to get to know you. No, all. and they knew I was violent. they knew I could fight. That much they yeah. knew. <laughs> But you was always quiet to yourself, so Jeanette, you yeah. know? And you just kept it moving. Mm-hmm. I see you every day. I was on grape on that yard. Mm-hmm. I see you every day walking home with your little books cutting. Like Jean. <laughs> I said, Look at her, y'all always you have some beautiful legs And I said, Look at her you know, and then that was it. You know,
1: but I've known you your life.
0: I mm-hmm. mean, damn near, not the baby, but I've known you most of your life. You right? You have. Uh, you know, you have. all of it. You have. So I know, and that you know me mm-hmm. very well. Mm-hmm. I paid attention. You know what? The uh, the high, the drugs, the everything. I paid attention. But there's also there was a problem
1: in me that had needed to got out. Long, there you go. Long there you go. Ago. And that's where I want to talk about the trauma. See, the trauma adds to the frustration Mm -hmm. because I didn't know where your trauma came from. Because, see, you moved into the neighborhood already as an adult. Right, right. But I watched you, Reevee, like you said, I didn't even notice that was Gloria from around the corner because I had not seen Gloria in 30 some years. I I know, huh? So I I hadn't seen her. I remembered her. And I remember, but see, we don't know what people been through. That's why one thing I don't do is judge people. Everybody got a testimony. We all got a testimony. Too. So when we start talking about how you overcome this frustration and work through the frustration, one of the things you can do, you first got to acknowledge how you feel. There it is right there. That's
0: the first part. And
1: right you got to sit with it. You got to yes, sit with do. it and you got to feel the pain. Mm-hmm, Acknowledge mm-hmm. the pain, yes. and then process. And you may not—it it may not give you a, a why. Your why may never be yeah. answered. But at least but you, you know you, you, that you're. You, you, you,
0: uh, when you do all these things that you're talking about, the why is not going to even matter no more. They don't we've got a lot of that crap our body there. You go. There you, you go. No, it's and, not going to even matter. And did because why my to, I don't ask why about my kids. Mm-hmm. I don't ask why whatever happened to me happened because it's irrelevant right now. Lynn, the
1: thing I, I I gotta put it out there. When you talk about your son that was murdered, yeah. Now I didn't know him, but I knew right. Dan and Trevor. But yeah. the one thing I'll never forget, you had a child that was shot in the stomach when he was a baby.
0: Yeah. Yes, I did. God was preparing you for that.
1: that. Preparing you for that. I will never forget when that boy got shot in the stomach as a baby. As a baby? He was six, seven years old. Girl, and got shot in the stomach. See, there's
0: a lot that's in me that you know of, Mm -hmm. that I have really came out of, Mm -hmm. but I came out not the way I was supposed to have to me, because I went to drinking really bad. Mm-hmm. And all these things have Ben have been through the ringer. I know. People don't know, and they they judge him. They they do these things to him instead of praying for him. Mm-hmm. You know. I know he's a hell of a lot to deal with. I know that as a mother. Mm-hmm. I've been there with him. But to help him. Ben is bipolar. He, he 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 drinks. He do takes
1: his pills on on the drinking. So just keep him in prayer. Mm-hmm. That's all you can do. And, you, you know, know and, 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 and the him. one thing about him, he's always respected me. He's another one. Yes, he saw me. He's a respectable child now. <laughs> and then, wait a minute. Then he hang out with my crazy son, Reggie. So, yeah. I, so, so I I'll get so the mental he, health part. And those
0: that kind of see past Ben, through Ben, past him, are his friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that accept him for who he is. Mm-hmm. You know. My family members don't even do that. Mm -hmm.
1: That's what upsetting to me also. It's frustrating. So part of overcoming the frustration is talk to someone you trust. Right. Because talking can help you become more clear about what you're feeling. And like you said, that takes away the why because I'm able to talk it out. And sometimes, Lynn, talking out loud to yourself. yeah. Yeah. If nobody yeah. understands you, you should understand you. There you go. And when you accept that you're different, yeah. and when you accept that I'm going through some things, my emotions are all over the place, and sometimes you might have to separate yourself from your situation, it's um, okay to talk to yourself sometimes.
0: Yeah, it is. And always, I think I've been pulling myself a lot out of a lot of situations. <laughs> i go going to lie talking to me and God just in the truth. I I didn't need nobody, and it, got, and it brought
1: me through. And yeah. another thing is writing about your feelings. Some people yeah, can write about it, about it, sing about it. People yeah. can become very creative. When you start listening to people singing and they paint, that's, mm-hmm. especially using gospel music, that's the beauty of it. You can yeah. feel it in yeah. their yeah. soul. And recognize the things that you cannot change. That's when you right. realize, you know what, or, or, or this is what I do with people, Liam. Better. If somebody yeah, hurt me yeah. or do me wrong, uh-huh. I know they don't know the matter. Cause right, I'm gonna be right. okay. And keep it put
0: If you stop and dwell, you're just uh, <laughs> are gonna be in that same place as those people. You I don't want to okay. stay
1: frustrated because I don't want to be handicapped. Right. There and sometimes so we do it why to I ourselves. move myself mm-hmm. out of the equation
0: and get over here and make myself grow. It. <laughs> I can come back around your stupidness. <laughs> Another you know, thing. I can deal with your ignorance there. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But I there have to get strong first. Another thing, when So that's Lynn. what's going to happen to me now. I'm there in the you process go. now because I broke it out yesterday at church. Good. You know, I did that. And then, like I said, I still, still say, "You were, God put you in my place yesterday, that day. Because, like I said, I, I said a word. And and that was a word, a working word. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a word that you got to keep, you know, you can't go back on. Okay. And you did not let me. And that, that my alcohol did not, it, it let me because I threw it all up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And laid down until it got ready for me to cut my behind <laughs> on I, I never see <laughs> it. Making I ain't lying. changes. I went to church that morning. But I was ready before church started Till I was ready at 8.30. <laughs> I ain't <laughs> lying. I was ready. So when I didn't have no hangover, I wasn't sluggish. And you know like you feel, a hangover, you don't want to get up. Mm-hmm. Not that. Not, not this Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, well, that's good. And I'm going
1: to tell you the one thing that stuck with me is when you said what you said, and I appreciate that. Uh-huh, is because yeah. your behavior. I didn't yeah. want you to come out of character and start acting on your emotions and I know what I, I I do to because a you know
0: I get crazy and loud and real ugly and I don't want to see that no more. That is not that I'm not that person. Mhm.
1: People think I'm that person. Because that's all you've seen. See, I I've never, I've that's never all I've shown you. Yeah, you've you have never acted me like so. that around. Me. I know some of the things, but I've never. That's not been my experience with right. you. Right. So one another way of reducing or talking about a healthy way is mm-hmm. making changes that can help you reduce your anger and frustration. So sometimes mm-hmm. we got to take our way, self out of situations and know when. Things are starting to escalate and learn yeah. how to de-escalate. Now, I know right. we're at the end of our show for today, so, man, I'm glad you did get the opportunity to speak because I know right. you wanted me to speak on some things that people can kind of feel it. And it was funny because when I was talking to Sean, she said, Jeanette, sometimes you be hitting hard. Sometimes right. She said, I be wanting to call in, but some of the stuff you be saying be like, ooh, it be too close. But that's Uh why I do what I do to give people that platform to let people know that somebody do care, somebody is listening. And I showed her where this show is heard in several different languages and several different countries and Uh I've been blessed to have the platform to do the things that I do and it ain't about money. It ain't about status. People used to think I was a bookworm. Lynn, I did not study. I don't even like to read half the time. I thought you were. (laughs) I
0: ain't going to lie. I did. Girl, I said, that girl don't do nothing but go home
1: and go to the Dyer and go home. Girl, you know what? That was so untrue. <laughs> I, I, girl, that's, that's
0: appearance. The appearance is a beautiful thing. Because that was a good
1: thing. You know what? This was the thing. I was always smart. I was always yeah, a straight-A yeah. student. The teacher would tell me, Jeanette, we don't want you to take the test. We want you to grade the papers. Girl, i give everybody else in the class an A. Because right, people just bro. single me mm-hmm. out and make me, but but I've always I, I, I thank God and you know what and then also I realized even God. in that neighborhood, yeah. I was protected. Yeah. yeah, I was protected. You know, my daughter brought to my attention because we had went over to a family friend's house. She said, "Mom, did you ever realize how blessed you was?"
2: Right.
1: She said, right. "You wasn't molested. Right. You wasn't on drugs or alcohol." Never lost my children. Right. So some of the things I never experienced, but I can relate to.
0: Yeah. yeah. So
1: just to let you know, I really was not a bookworm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, you couldn't, you couldn't tell nobody over. Yeah. my grandmama never had me hanging out at Boogie joints. I'm gambling. They had me doing drive. <laughs>
0: okay. But, but like I said.
1: Nobody will never known. You know. I was uh, I was silent but deadly. So right, right, <laughs> because right. because you know what? When the stuff hit the fan, who they went to? Jeanette. Right. Uh-huh. Even in my adult life, when people yeah. get in trouble, who they call? Yeah. Jeanette. Right. Who they be- right. they call you so I thank God for that and that's why I'm obedient. Right. I had That's to learn to That's accept it, right but I was not a bookworm. Right. We're far from it. But, yeah. yes, I was a straight-edge student. Yes, I did go to college. Yes, I did do all this. Yes, I do all businesses. But you can see now,
0: when y'all yeah. say,
1: Jeanette, we doing, Jeanette, Jeanette is there. Right, right. Don't well, forget I where I come
0: from. Show. I appreciate you. And and that's it, I really do. And like I said, I, I I don't know what it is, why it touched me so badly, uh, for what you were doing and following me and putting cups down and shit. Telling me, Lynn, what's what you doing with that cup? People were dying. Oh my God, and my granddaughter, Kristen. They was rolling. She said, my granny, you see, that's why you know you weren't supposed to drink, because you had that person. He had put someone in your life that day to, to try to keep you on track and what you said. Because those words were big words. Mm-hmm. I don't want to drink. That's a powerful word mm-hmm. to come out of somebody that's an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm.
1: really is Well you just gave me a topic for tomorrow And I'm going to talk about keep the faith Okay. okay. And I'm going to be on tomorrow live From 1130 okay. to 1230 We're going to talk about that Because sometimes people are wavering in their faith Because they're scared yeah, yeah. And all of this is going together And like I said when things drop into my spirit like that, I talk about it Because right. that means somebody needs to hear it
0: Yes they do And then like a lot of people Which they shouldn't
1: do Is losing faith there you go. So That's a what we're going to about: okay. keeping the faith because we, we don't
0: know what to do right now. We're getting frustrated. Right. We're, we're not like, our we faith. We don't understand what's happening. But it's not for us to understand. It's not for us to, to accept what's happening. Because the lady said, ask the question not why people are dying, but why are you still alive? Well, there you go. You know. So just keep it pushing. I've learned a lot,
1: honey. So I will join you tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to try. Is uh, this the number, Jeanette? Yes. The, this is my cell phone number that I just call you, but I'll text you a number to call in on the show. So, hey, anything else you want the right listeners right now, so. to know about frustration before we end the show today? Because I know I got a client I got to see at one o'clock. But anything okay. you want the listeners to know before we end? So I'll get your input, the input, and then I'm gonna close out the show today. Because I didn't get a chance okay. to talk about a lot of stuff I want to talk about. we we'll bring it up tomorrow, so. All right, baby. Anything else you want the listeners to know while you're on the air? No, I'm good. I'll join in tomorrow. I got more stuff. Thank you. I appreciate you, Lynn. I do. Because you think okay. you are very wise. Thank the, you. Dee, anything you want the listeners to know before we end the show? Well, all I can say you're is
2: preaching God.
1: is like whatever's eating at you,
0: whatever uh bothering you on today, whatever it may be, the death, the the drugs or whatever. God is going to put someone in your life to stop it, but you got to make up your mind
1: mm-hmm. and don't ask
0: the question why, because it will reveal itself. Oh yeah, it will.
1: And sometimes when and I'm we're going to end the show. Sometimes people are frustrated with themselves. Yeah, sometimes we got to get out of our own what.
0: Deal
1: with is that? <clears throat> we get frustrated because we know better. We right, know right. we ain't got that's no way. We I should be I'm a
0: hot mess. I pick up a bottle quicker than the, you pick up a glass of water. That's because I, I, didn't, I was frustrated. I, I didn't understand. I was unhappy. But, no, I've made up my mind, that's stopping yeah. right now. Well, that's called
1: self-medicating. Yeah. Yes, Stop it is. Stop self-medicating. Well, I want to thank you for joining us here at Pressure Predicaments, Blog Talk Radio, and I appreciate you guys. And, yes, last week I had so much going on, but I'm back. So if you have any topics you want me to discuss, you can email me, text me, call me, find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can also click to subscribe to the show. And I know, D. you was asking me about numbers and stuff like that, but all that don't even matter because I don't even keep up with stats. I prefer making sure that I'm being obedient and sharing the information. So tomorrow's topic, we're going to be talking about keep the faith because some people want to give up. That's true. We can't be giving up right now. Now is not the time to be giving up or giving out. We need to be replenished. We need to be delivered. We need to be set free and healed. So we're going to be talking about that, and you guys know I do not preach. I teach, and I get you to pray. So thank you for joining me. Appreciate you. Talk to you later, Lynn. Love you. Okay, baby. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.